Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's fantastic film, Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreaux. And I am Condra Boudreaux. And we're the amateur nerds here to talk about Minute 38 of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which begins with Ash still being a jerk, and it ends with a flashlight shining down a hole. Condra, what do you think of this minute? So there's quite a lot that I want to talk about in this minute, and I feel like you're going to have a lot to talk about too, so we'll try and keep this a lot more tight than we did last week. (laughs) Yes, we don't have time for tangents. So one of the first things that I caught and wanted to talk about was in this zoom out that you see of Ash and Christofferson talking, Mr. Fox, Mrs. Fox, and Kylie are all visible, which we already talked about, but... They're, they can, like, obviously hear what's going on. Why isn't someone stepping in? Like, is this like an, oh, these boys need to figure it out themselves kind of instant? Or are they, like, just being like, oh, I can't deal with these kids right now? It's like, this is this is problematic if your son is actually doing something like this. So Yeah, you're right. But it's it, they haven't been talking for very long, and... Christopherson was the one that started it, so maybe they were like, oh, let's see where this goes if Christopherson's bringing it up and it's not just Ash throwing a tantrum. And then the other thing, Kylie addresses Mr. Fox as Foxy. As Foxy. I thought that was weird, too. And it's like, ooh, are they at that level now? It's like, what does that mean? You're paranoid, Foxy. It's a funny endearment kind of term, if anything. We've been calling him Foxy every once in a while. We call him Fox. Foxy, Fox. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a funny... It was a funny word that really, like, stuck out to me. And I was like, ooh, not sure how I feel about this one. And this happens because Fox, after Ash and Christopherson cool down, Fox says, one of those farmers is probably wearing my tail as a necktie by now. And lo and behold, that turns out to be true. Yep, there's a great jump cut to the human world. Are you good in the mm-hmm. cave? Yeah, we're good in the cave. I guess the only one thing was that, like, The way Felicity kind of like looks up once Fox starts talking, she like sits up a little bit and looks at him in a very, in a non-angry way, in like a more caring way. So I guess they're doing okay right now. But yeah, we cut to the human world. We see someone like a child eating a piece of cake at a table. Very messily. Yes, very messily. He's got cake all over his face, whom we learn to be Bean's son. And we see... Mrs. Bean cooking in the background and Bean's son said uh says oh my god look at dad's tie and then we see on the tv screen his dad is Bean and he's wearing Fox's tail as a tie whoa crazy how clairvoyant is Mr. Fox wicked clairvoyant one thing in your mentioning of like you we find out this is Mr. Bean's kid this kid looks nothing like either of them just throwing it out there. Yeah, well, we don't really know what Bean looked like as a kid. Like, he's obviously a well-fed kid. He's got cake going in his mouth right now. He's got a very successful farmer as a dad. How old do you think he is? Because when I look at him, I see like a 12-year-old. I see like 14, yeah. But then he's eating the way he is and like the way he acts. It, like, screams younger than that, but then... Definitely 12 to 14. I think that's acceptable. Okay. I don't know. It just... His you behavior... get a little bit of cake on your face. It's fine. Everyone gets cake on their face every once in a while. How dare you assume something about me, Tyler? 
while we're talking about being sun, let's uh we have this new voice actor that we need to mention. <laughs> Not actually a voice actor at all. We have Mr. Garth Jennings, who is a film director. I know that name. You might know him. So Garth Jennings directed Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the 2005 film. That's why I know it. And he also directed the 2016 animated film Sing. And he's also directed uh, various music videos, including Radiohead, Beck, R.E.M., and Blur. Wow. He's got quite the lineup there. Yeah. And he's he's made appearances. I think he has an appearance in Hot Fuzz, and he's the mouse's, one of the mouse's voice in Hitchhikers. So he's a British dude, probably gets along well with Wes Anderson for being a British dude, fellow director. Similar sense of humor, probably. Had him on set and be like, hey, do this quick voice. We're buds. It's an animated movie. That's neat. So while we're in the kitchen, um, there's some fun little knickknacky stuff around that I wanted to bring up. In the background, you see some food, which is always fun to see what they're eating. I do like food. I'm well aware, Tyler. They have a box of cornflakes. And it's funny because the script above, so it like says cornflakes and then there's like some red script above it and it genuinely looks like it says Kellogg's, but it doesn't kind of thing, but it just the style of it and like, it says like it's Kellogg's ke- or something. Yeah. I, you can't really read it though. That's the other thing. It's, so it's kind of funny that it's like, mm, who makes, who makes cornflakes? Kellogg's makes cornflakes, but we're not going to use Kellogg's because we don't want to get those rights. Yeah. And then they have nine sacks of flour on a shelf that you can see which is a lot as someone who bakes that's a lot of flour it's wholesale you get, you get go over to old timey costco the the five and dime <laughs> and just buy all the flour that you need for um like a whole month it's, it's fine it seems like a lot mrs bean's got to be doing a lot of baking probably because what else would you, she be your, doing your father your husband grows apples you're making pies you're making how much are they actually like keeping for themselves and how much are they selling though? Because if all the apples are going into the cider really, like how much is actually left all for the them? Apples are going into the cider. So maybe what they're doing is maybe they have like one of these farm stand things like near us. We have like man's orchard. Maybe they just have like beans farm stand and it's just like a big farm stand. Maybe or and they make cider donuts. Hot topic. Does bean make cider donuts? Oh, I don't know, because he makes alcoholic cider. Alcoholic cider donuts? No. <laughs> not a thing. I, I don't necessarily drink, but if there were alcoholic cider donuts, I might go hard. <laughs> oh, no. Well. It's the episode title. It's going to be hard uh, alcoholic cider donuts. All right. I'm looking forward to that. No, I don't. I mean, I just had a cider donut today because it's season now and they're so good. I had three the other day. <laughs> I'm going to Cider Hill tomorrow um, on Sunday on my way back to school and I'm getting a dozen and we'll see how many get back. But how many are yeah, still existing a, by the time I get back? There's a cider mill right at the bottom of the hill. We off- That's often a social event Ooh, for us. That sounds tasty. So what were we talking about we, before we start talking about cider donuts? We were talking about apples <laughs> and, and baking. Sun. Oh, and, and bean sun. No, the things that were in the room. Oh, things that were in the kitchen. So there's some cornflakes, some flour, and then there are three books next to the television that um, Bean Sun is watching. Oh, yeah. There's Jungle, Jungle, Jungle spices. spices. Nine, hold on, what does this say? Nine Guides to Field Dressing, which I don't get what yeah. that means. And then Kitchen First Aid. 
burns, blisters, yeah. and puncture <laughs> wounds. <laughs> Very important. Especially the way uh, we, we we will learn that Mrs. Bean wields a knife. Yeah. But the one that got me out of all those was Jungle Spices. And I could totally imagine Bean being one of those, like, former safari There's definitely a colonialism aspect yes. there. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's like... He reminds me of Greg Lestrade's character in that episode. Er, wow, crossover. What's his name? Actual name? The guy who plays Greg Lestrade in Sherlock, the BBC show. Yes. When he's in Doctor Who for Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, he reminds me of that character a lot. Which was an Eleven episode. Yeah, that was Matt Smith. Yeah. Well, Such a that g- was a reference that no one's gonna get. Um, I feel like some folks will get. Those are both big enough franchises, kind of thing that people should get. And so, Mr. Uh, Farmer Bean is talking to his name is Dan. A reporter. Yeah, a reporter oh, yeah. named he says Dan. Dan, but I couldn't understand what he was saying. So it's Dan. It's Dan. Yeah, and who works for Action Twelve Station, which presumably is like a local news. Mm-hmm. And hey, you want to know what, about who plays Dan? Oh, please do. Well, this is actually this one's actually really cool. Brian Cox plays Dan, who is a very famous actor. Oh, you may yeah. know him. <laughs> From his portrayal of William Stryker in X2. Yep. He was also Agamemnon in my favorite film, Troy. No. He also plays, uh, I think the character is the like the headmaster of Rushmore in Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Although he's playing much older in that than, he, than his Stryker and Agamemnon characters are. He's also in Super Troopers, both films. And I noticed a 2017 Winston Churchill movie in which he played Churchill, obviously. So not the one with but Gary Oldman in it, then? No, not the one where <laughs> Gary Oldman is playing Churchill. It's the one where Brian Cox is playing <laughs> Churchill. It's just called Churchill, I think. Okay, I don't know of that one. He's had a very long career. I was looking at his IMDb. It goes all the way back to the 70s. He was born in the 40s. He's pretty old dude it's weird that he's kind of playing this youngish reporter he seems like he also would have been a good bean i mean it's still interesting that uh michael gambon is is bean though just because of my other associations with him so dan the news reporter says the funny he he turns a question like and what are these three prominent farmers gonna do next kind of thing (laughs) i love when he said three prominent farmers exactly that was i was like Three prominent farmers. That's so weird. <laughs> Such a random. Yeah, definitely something that was like could have been pulled from the book. Mm-hmm. Except there, I don't think there were. Oh no, I think there was a newscaster scene in the book, but I can't really remember. Well, so that's kind of the phrasing. Three prominent farmers. Yeah, could have been something. So, well, Bean says we're not going to give up trying to get the fox. Yeah, and the fox is still on the loose. Yeah, as it were. And so it turns into another ridiculous scene with the farmers trying to get Mr. Fox and his family in which they are using Klubeck Nitro Plus sticks, which in by explosives, explosives, basically. (laughs) So by my count, it's about 30 sticks of dynamite, plastic, like C4. I'm not sure. Probably dynamite. But. That's absurd. Makes a big explosion. We see the explosion this minute. It's very large. And then Bogus afterwards is carrying more sticks. And it's like, how much explosives did you all bring? 
for this tiny little hill only to discover this tiny little hole what are you gonna keep digging down like i don't get what's going on here but before we go to the explosion itself we also meet doug uh, Doug Klubeck. Listed in the credits as Explosives Man. He has Doug on his shirt. And in the making of Fantastic Mr. Fox book, his last name is Klubeck. Same last name that's on the uh, explosives that are being used. Naturally. Okay. Do you want to know who plays Doug? Do tell. Tristan Oliver, one cinematographer known for his work on... Fantastic Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs, Paranorman, <gasps> Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, and Chicken Run. Wow. This guy knows so his stop motion. Like, yeah, stop motion guy. So I, w- I would imagine that Tristan Oliver is portrayed very well in the making of Fantastic Mr. Fox book. I don't know if you've come across his name before. I don't know if I have. So the book is kind of funny in that it has like images of like concept sketches and stuff and then it's got like some really long interviews with like Wes Anderson and one of the daughters of Ruel Dahl and Jason Schwartzman but no real like this is how we made this this is how we did this it's just like some prolonged interviews of like where did your inspiration come and like that kind of stuff so I don't his name might be like scattered throughout but it's not something like he gets a feature or anything. Okay. Well, still interesting to note that yeah. the stop motion cinematographer got a got a little voice role. Mm-hmm. Didn't even mention the fact that Brian Cox is this huge famous actor and he's just this reporter. Yeah. I, there might be a scene later. There with are. Him, there. Yep. There. But he's not not a character like even Badger, who's like a small role, is like big enough to warrant a Bill Murray in that role. This one doesn't seem even close. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Mrs. Bean. They got a pretty famous British actress for that. Yeah, they they got um, Narcissa McCrory? Malfoy. Yeah. I'm like, what I actually know her from. Narcissa Malfoy. <laughs> um, hey, that's okay. So in the book, they've got a little bit of um, notes on how they wanted the Doug running through the fields to look and like how small he should have been like for perspective purposes, how small he needed to be and um, when he disappears versus reappearing kind of thing and using multiple scales for his running. So, Mm -hmm. like, it seems like he's running more quickly and that kind of stuff. And then they've got a little puppet version of him in comparison to Bean and Bogus. And it's funny, in this still, they have Bean standing on, like, little wood platform, kind of the way, like... When you get short actors, like RDJ, yeah, RDJ, like in Iron Man, wears like four inch heels because he needs to be about the same height as Gwyneth Paltrow, but like Mm -hmm. isn't in real life. That's funny. It's like the apple box trick, basically, but with puppets. Apple boxes. You don't say. Um, (laughs) And the other little thing about Doug that I really enjoyed was his stand back stand clear or like stand clear stand clear please it was like so chill and like calm and quiet and i'm like i've never been on a site where they use explosives but i watched a lot of mythbusters and there's a lot of shouting usually that goes on usually they're standing behind something not just really far away behind a mound of dirt like they're usually like behind a wall or glass 
Yeah. So I don't know if they're actually practicing good safety or not, but eh, here I we are. It. And so they make that he says contact. He puts the two wires together. There's a huge, beautiful claymation explosion. I highly so recommend much it. Cotton. If if you get the chance to watch this movie, highly recommend. <laughs> and um, it blows up. But and we there's see a lot of cotton. Yeah, lots of like weird cotton and kind of just cool. Like, how on earth did they make that with clay effects? Mm-hmm. And so we see that the explosion happens, but that there's still a little hole left. Which isn't necessarily from the foxes, but they're presuming it is. I mean, you could probably tell if it was dug by animals or not. Yeah, I mean, you can, but... And yeah, the minute kind of ends with them just shining a flashlight down the hole. Do you see... No, this is where I'm not sure quite where it all ends, but um, I'll still... I think it pans up. Does it pan up a little bit? No, I just kind of ended right when they shone the flashlight. Okay. So next minute. Next minute. (laughs) Sneak peek for next minute. Well, that's all I've got for notes. Yeah, um, we had kind of lots fun of talking about these different actors. All the little quirky things that are going on. More details. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Just kind of uh, progressing the story forward. Not much character stuff still. Kind of that mm-hmm. was all in the last minute. So, yeah, let's uh, let's call it a day. You've been listening to Fantastic Minute. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Amateur Nerds. Or you can follow me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Condra, what else? If you want to email us, you can do so at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com with your questions, comments, thoughts about future minutes of Fantastic Minute. You can rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcast or Google Play or other podcast listening medias, medium, media abilities. Yeah. Uh, Depending on how you want a plural medium. But yeah, you've been listening to Fantastic Mr. Fox. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. I've been Condra. We've been the Amateur Nerds. We hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.